It's so good to be in South Bend. Sometimes the longest way around really is the shortest way home. We are here. In the last few years, America has faced enormous challenges and an economy in transition to a climate on the brink and presidents sowing chaos and discord across this very country. He's responsible for uniting, and for so many Americans, these challenges amounted to a call to action. So like many others, I thought deeply what I could do to make a difference, what I could do to make myself useful. You, walking in neighborhoods on hot summer days and drove on icy roads in the wintertime. You filmed and tweeted and coded and crunched numbers. You built relationships. You built events. You lit up offices. You filled high school gyms with equipment and then people and then with careers. And in the name of our values, freedom and security and democracy, I want to thank my own family. My mom, who not only helped raise me, but her love language into working answering letters for the campaign. To the guys who took a chance on a first date with somebody all the way in South Bend, Indiana and never looked back. Chastin, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. The chance to do that in our hands, that is hope in our hearts, that is fire in our bellies, that is the future we believe in. A country that really does empower every American to thrive in a future where everyone belongs. Thank you for sharing that vision. Thank you for helping us spread that hope. Thank you so much. Let's move on together. And, and live, live from, from bed this, this is, is Have a, a Nice Life. life. Welcome to Have a Nice Life. This is Dan. And Erica. And, and it's is, such a bittersweet day now that Mayor Pete's out of the race. I know. Mayor Pete and Elizabeth Warren, which, all we've we've taken them both out since this last recording. Have and, you, and they've both just been yeah. posting cringe ever since. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen one of my favorite things? And like that this is, might not even be good podcast content because there's such a visual component along with it. Uh-huh. But there's a video that came out a few years ago of this woman with short blonde hair. Just I, I'm sh- I'm sure there was some sort of like inciting moment. But in the video, it looks like it's unprovoked. She just goes up to a goose and grabs it by its neck. <laughs> and someone someone tweeted it and was like, y'all really pissed off Miss Warren now. Because it just looks like Elizabeth Warren. Because she's wearing like a matronly like, yeah. smock yeah. shirt. And she just goes over and grabs this goose by the <laughs> neck. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just been nonstop cringe, especially uh, a lot from the Warren supporters specifically. Because, I mean, everyone's bummed that, you know, there's no longer a woman running for president, which is understandable. Yeah. The thing that's driving me insane is she's, like, refusing to endorse anybody after, like... I mean, that's politics, baby. Uh, I know. But my favorite thing is, like, the amount of cringe that's been coming out of it, specifically among, like, male, like, blue check marks on Twitter. <laughs> Someone posted, my daughter came up to me today and told me she had a feeling Elizabeth Warren was going to drop out of the race today. I told her... She was still in. Uh, she was still in, but I trusted her insight. She then told me not to worry because she'll still be a senator from Massachusetts. And then I got the news. And then someone responded. That goes, didn't happen. Someone responded. And goes. That's funny, Mike. You don't have a daughter. And he goes. Yeah, but it's still a true story for many today. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It's like my two favorite like type of like. You don't have a daughter. My my two favorite like worst Twitter people are like. The fake woke, like, male progressives, and then on top of that, like, the people who just make things up for the, like, the clout. 
Yeah. It's- well, there's and then there was that thing Saturday Night Live posted this video of like Kate McKinnon and oh, dressed as Warren. Liz Warren. Yeah, and together. then they did like the flip a switch thing and they were, someone they were trying was to like, get TikTok famous. Yeah, someone was like, "We really fucked up." I'm like, <laughs> someone was like, "We could have had eight years of this." Yeah. No. Literally, it's it's so bad. It's just the whole everything's the worst. I, I I want coronavirus to take over so we just don't have to live through this election. <laughs> like. At this point, I'm like weighing the difference. I'm like, I don't even want to. I don't even care. Just come to my side. No president 2020. No president 2020. We can take care of ourselves 2020. Don't blame me. I voted for Krang. Don't don't vote or don't blame me. I catapulted myself into the sun. (laughs) Sun catapult 2020, please. Uh, A trebuchet. A trebuchet. Okay. Are we busting out like old? Trebuchet de Soleil. <laughs> Trebuchet memes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, how, how yeah, was your it's, weekend? It's day? been uh, it's been a bit. We're recording on a on a, a rare Sunday non-emergency Spring pod forward. style because you were yeah you were, I was sick. You were sick and you didn't want me. I still have no sense of smell and it's That's very upsetting. Troubling. Yeah. It's so upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um. Trying to think since the last time I saw you, I shot my first wedding of the year. Um, which, which was a very cold February day where they decided to have the ceremony outside. Uh, like the only cold day in February. It was to pretty fucking age. cold. Yeah. To not not the only one, but not a great one. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. It feels good to kind of be busy in my like what's normally a slow season, yeah. which is good because sometimes I'm usually like uh, ready to sell blood, <laughs> selling <laughs> plasma to get through <laughs> before tax season comes in. Yeah. Um, Oh, I did have a nice find over the weekend. I was uh, at the local thrift store near my parents' house, and I found a mm-hmm. all, like an olive drab vintage Dior trench coat. You're a Dior boy. I'm a Dior boy. Yes, I'm a trench man. I love it. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a real New York businessman now. <laughs> no, literally, I kind of uh, I didn't. I almost didn't buy it, and then you were just like, "No, you gotta, you gotta buy it. If it fits, yeah. you just buy it." And it, I've gotten like, a, I haven't been able to. Of course, it's like not actually been cold enough or like shitty enough to wear it yeah so (laughs) that's a little uh, it's kind of annoying that i have it but i actually so funny enough on friday night i went out at night i did it who are you (laughs) it was like a rare weekend where i was actually home and a friend of mine was throwing like a party at her apartment downtown and I actually showed up. It didn't start till eight and I left my house. My God. I actually debated not leaving my house. I mean, because I was like, rightfully it'd, be, so. it'd be so easy just to stay. Yeah. You know? So wait, how, how do people do it? How do people go out at night? See, well, I had a shoot early in the morning and then I took a three hour nap oh. to where I like forced myself. Like if I'm, if I stay in, I'm just gonna be wide awake until like 2 a.m. anyway. Yeah. So I was like, you know, might as well go out. Yeah. And then I ended up uh, drinking way too much red wine. Hell yeah. And then later drinking way too much Fernet Branca. Hell yeah. And then uh, drinking a lot of club soda. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up, was out, I was out until a good 4 a.m. Like that happens once or twice a year, maybe. Yikes. Yeah. But uh, I wore the Dior Trench because it was kind of raining. Love it. So many compliments from women and men alike. You're welcome. <laughs> so thank you for pushing me to get that yeah, $17.50. I mean, you can't buy any trench that fits well for... $17. Like, yeah, yeah, if you find something... Let and, alone a yeah. Dior one. It was yeah. amazing. So that was awesome. Uh, so I've also like discovered what I've been missing not going out at night. 
Mm-hmm. Most of it's not great. <laughs> Most I... of it, is, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy I missed it. So here, here's uh, something particularly fun. So after we were at the, uh, her house, and then we walked to some of the bars in downtown Jersey City, uh, particularly one Lucky Sevens. It's kind of like the punk dive bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually where most nights begin. Are we endorsing both. this? Uh, sure. Lucky yeah. Seven's fine. I much prefer uh, Pet Shop, which okay. I have some friends who are co-owners. Oh, I've been there. Pet Shop's great. That's where I did my release yeah. party. Uh, nice. we, we ended up there for a bit, too. But a woman <laughs> walked up to me at Pet Shop, or not Pet Shop, at, at Lucky Sevens, and uh, so she introduced herself to me, and I was just like, oh, hey, what's up? My name's Dan. And she goes, hi, my name's Brandy, and like got kind of close, and I was just like, oh, I prefer cognac. <laughs> <laughs> like I was so drunk and that's like the first thing that came out of my mouth was oh like oh God. I actually prefer cognac <laughs> and then she goes yeah but I bet a girl named cognac never gave you a blowjob and what I'm the like, fuck? <laughs> And she was you right. I, I stand Brandy. She is a real one for sure. <laughs> I'm also picturing like the singer Brandy. <laughs> I wish. Or Brandy the girl from the tent at the uh, the Walk for Life during my oh, youth yeah. group. <laughs> Me and Brandy have a little storied history. Yeah. But yeah, she, I just couldn't believe she... Well, number one, I prefer cognac line. And then the immediate rebuttal with, I bet a girl named Cognac's never sucked your dick. Well, because <laughs> maybe maybe she gets that a lot. Maybe you're not as... Uh, Clever as yeah. I thought I was. I mean, it's true. I do prefer cognac over brandy. Yeah. So. Be like, I was actually just giving a fact. <laughs> just, 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 I'm just learning. A, you're learning about me. <laughs> did you... Wait, did you, did, did you get the beach? <laughs> absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) that was actually my cue to like uh, let's let's head out guys a bit much uh but we did uh i'm trying to think what else uh so that was that night and that was rare i paid the fucking price because i woke up with like a red wine hangover on saturday Mm -hmm. and was kind of just out for the like debilitated yeah Uh, luckily i did i had like work to do at home anyway so like i was able to finish editing the wedding photos from the previous uh weekend uh, but I literally just like gave all hope and ordered Domino's pizza <laughs> and just yeah. like one of those deals like you, you get the pizza and you just like slowly pick at it like the entire day. You love Domino's, eh? It comes in handy when I needed to. You yeah. got the, you got the, uh, garlic cheesy jalapeno bread mm. and then nice, just like medium pie and it all comes up to be like $15. It's great. Yeah. It's pretty nice. But yeah, I resigned to uh, just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, I'm giving up for the day. This is a write-off. Uh, to- to- we'll get at it tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I also went to the Spring Break Art Fair. Uh, are you familiar with like the Armory Art Fair and things like that in New York? It's like mostly run by curators, but they each get like a booth where they like show off an artist or their collection. I live here, but I don't really live here. Yeah, that's true. If you know what I mean. So, no. But, yeah. I mainly went because I had some friends who were curators were there. So, I wanted to kind of network a little bit. Cool. Um, almost finished with No Invite Volume 7. Oh, yeah. So, I'm kind of greasing those wheels onto where I might do the next release party slash show. Nice. So, yeah. Doing some networking on that. Amazing. But, yeah. Modern art. Uh, I love modern art. Some of it is so... Ninety percent of it is just—it's bullshit, nonsense. derivative, complete nonsense. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> very pedantic, if you will. Uh, but yeah, so that was Thursday. Yeah, that's—I think that catches up. So, what, yeah. what about you? I saw you had a very uh, 
you went full you went full goon mode this I weekend. woke up this morning and i was like why do i have so many bruises all oh over my, my body and then i watched my instagram story mm. and, yeah i was uh, watching from home helpless uh <laughs> i was like oh no girl what did you do i was living my best life honestly yeah uh yeah i guess so, that's all that matters exactly so we we got the the bikini seats for the flyers what is that uh section 112 okay. uh, just the seats that i've sat in since is i was that, a child really are they do you have like family passes or season tickets yeah yeah my is dad, that what they like, call them job yeah um so we could just call them the bikini seats mm-hmm. um we went down we stayed at the sinesta uh oh you didn't stay in your apartment you got a hotel no yeah because we're we had a girl weekend oh you're the yeah. whole crew with yeah, you yeah whole crew and you know gotcha so and like you you want to do it right so we stayed at the plus i have like a shit ton of sinesta points so it was free <laughs> you know uh yeah so we stayed at the sinesta we went i had one one <laughs> un. un drink uh-huh. at porta okay it was it was strong it was like uh it had some sort of like spiced rum which i'm usually not a rum person but it also had a maro which i love and like an all-spice banana puree and like some kind of bitters okay but it just tasted like alcohol i'm out with banana though yeah it didn't taste like banana it was just kind of like it wasn't viscous, but it was definitely a little thicker. <laughs> okay. But it fucked me up. And then so we got on the Broad Street line and we got on an express uh-huh. and we were the only per- people in the whole entire car. That's a typical Philly subway experience, though. It's just like... Uh, no, it's not. It's really? Not no, no. Every time, I, every time I've ridden the Broad Street line in Philly, it's During always been empty. During a Flyers empty. game? I mean, you've never invited me to a Flyers game, so no, I don't know. Okay. But, uh, well, no. The Broad Street line is usually like... If you're going north, there's usually some, like, a few people on it. If you're going south on a Saturday night, it's almost always mobbed. But I guess because it wasn't express and it literally did not stop between City Hall and the Padson Station. I forget what it's called now, Mm -hmm. but old heads it's always going to be bad sensation to me <laughs> um which is not even the correct pronunciation but Perfect. uh it's just south philly um yeah but i decided to like uh swing from the pole because my friends were like oh my god it'd be hilarious so <laughs> oh, no. um yeah that happened and then we got to the game and i was uh just living my best goon life yeah. you uh, had you had uh yeah you had your acne beanie on i yeah, saw it my rag and bone jeans oh. so it's kind of like you were some kind of mixture between showtime performer and stripper that's my personality <laughs> it's my mo i feel like that's a missed opportunity too like we need to set up maybe like a f- fake subway set and have n- nude like nude uh showtime performers New performers, just like <laughs> maybe a, like a cane, maybe a subway <laughs> museum after dark performance. Okay, <laughs> so okay, I guess it kind of sounds like something I would do, but definitely, I'm, definitely not Philip, not in Goontown, not in Goontown. But Goon I'm Town, saying like maybe yeah. like that could like be like something at pumps, maybe in Bushwick. You know, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like the hipster uh, strip club. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It was it, it was a good night. I feel like. 
I was dancing on the pole. I was flipping Sabres fans the bird. You were getting aggressive. Yeah, and it's funny because like half the people who sent me messages about it, I got a lot of messages. They were like, this is sick. All influencer content is so boring. We want to hang out with you. And then the other half was like, oh, typical Philly fan, no class. And I'm just like, at least <laughs> I care about something. That's true. You you are very passionate about Flyers hockey. Yeah. Uh, there's some gritty, uh, so you get some gritty sightings. I, there was a gritty sighting. <laughs> Did you get that number, his digits? Okay, so I think like like I said, I don't regret dancing on the poles. I mean, my arms are very sore. I don't regret flipping off those Sabres fans. They shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Uh, I do regret getting like drunk enough to tell my friends that I think Gritty's overrated. They could have canceled you on the spot for I know, that. I know. He's uh, that's not very resistance Comrade of you. Gritty. That's why I hate him so much. <laughs> like Gritty, Gritty doesn't care about politics. Gritty's a goon. Stop <laughs> like co-opting him. He's an anarchist. No, stop. He, he is a he's a blank canvas for us to project whatever we want upon him, and that's why he's so great. Gritty cares about <laughs> hockey, and that's it. Gritty well, is Ron Hextall in. <laughs> muppet form oh boy well was that the the end of your night or oh no it was not i actually <laughs> the goon the goonness continued because we got back and uh my friends were I, I was very i was very even in my goonish state i was mm-hmm. still like very uh selective about the food i put into my body <laughs> so i had two crab fries not oh not two like cups of crab fries, two individual crab fries. That's insane. Yeah, I don't so know how you could do that. <laughs> so we got back to the Sinesta and I was very hungry, like hangry almost. And my friends were like, I guess we could go out and get some food. And it was like 1130 at this point. This is my one beef with Philadelphia is everything closes so early. Yeah. So I called Harper's Garden, which is across from the hotel. And I was like, what time does your, or what time is your kitchen closed? And the guy was like, 10. And I was like, oh, so it's already closed. You could have just told me that. And he was like, oh, well, sorry. And I was just like hung up on him. So then we went to Rouge, which is like a good place for jersey chasing. If anyone listening to this wants to get in on that action. Um, and by jersey chasing, you mean chasing people from New Jersey, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might need to check it out. Uh, yeah. It, no, it's uh, chasing professional athletes and fucking them for their wealth uh being the one they cheat on their wives with basically Sick. yeah cool uh well i guess the ultimate goal is like marriage but if you're married to an athlete it's like you know you're gonna get cheated on so you <laughs> get, good old-fashioned cheated with instead of getting cheated on oh my god uh, so yeah we went there and i was like oh what time's your kitchen closed and they were like 11 and i was like perfect i want to put in an order and they were like Oh, well, people stopped giving us orders a few minutes ago, so we stopped. And I was like, it is 10.50. You don't close <laughs> the kitchen down until you're absolutely ready. So then we went to Park, which is a French restaurant on the square, a uh, Steven Star restaurant. And I walked in and I was like, mm, I'm not mincing words. What time does your kitchen close, sir? <laughs> and he was like, oh, midnight. And I was like, that is wonderful. So I sat myself at the bar with my friends and... Uh, I got a salad, just like a plain salad, but I also got sparkling water. And so I was like, oh, a sparkling water, please. Cause I was like, what's it going to be like $3 at the most. Yeah. And then my friends, they were like, oh, does it cost money for the sparkling water? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> and guess how much it costs? 
Well, I know how much it costs. So mm-hmm. fill everyone else in. I was shocked. Eight dollars. That's insane. Eight dollars in the city of Philadelphia. I was like, Steven Starr, you are a class trader, sir. <laughs> so, uh, important question: What kind of sparkling water was it? It was a bottle of Perrier. Okay. Well, at least it wasn't any of that like Peregrino swill. Yeah, and I, <laughs> but I was like, I was drinking it like. I was like, I got to finish it. And my friend was like, no, it's in a bottle. You just take it home. And I was like, no, I paid for the bubbles. Yeah, you want them all. Specifically, I want the (laughs) bubbles. And those, the Perrier bubbles just hit different. That's true. They really do. It's it's a very good. I prefer Mountain Valley or some Topo Chico. I do love Topo Chico. Topo Chico's incredible. you know, Perrier is a French restaurant. Yeah. They got to Yeah, no, I understand it. Fake fancy. (laughs) I get it. Uh, But yes, then we went back. I fell asleep at like midnight, which is technically 1am which is very late for me and then yeah we just sort of like walked around we walked to head house square in the morning i got some fresh pasta Mm. we went to bloomsday's shared some chile quiles um yeah and then uh (laughs) and then you arrived after i showed up to your apartment today <laughs> yeah well there was a car on fire on the veranzano there's always a car on fire on the veranzano <laughs> yeah oh i got flipped the bird twice today oh hell yeah technically well, three times so i, mean, I was i was you deserved going, it from yeah. <laughs> karma yeah. from the flyers game so i was going i was crossing over gerard to get gas to get to put diesel in my vehicle <laughs> uh and so it's weird like you can either make a left or you can either make like a really weirdly wide right because it's on the opposite side of the street or you can go down a one way for like like probably like the the length of a car and then turn it into and there was no one coming down the one way and I was like oh it's probably safer if I do this instead of making this like weird turn and having to like so I did that and then I got out and there's a woman who was beeping and I didn't know if she was beeping at me or not she followed me into the gas station flipped me the bird oh my god and then left <laughs> and then she like parked on the street and she went into this house and then I was like putting the diesel in my car and she came out and she flipped me the double bird again so i so i just waved and i was like hi how are you you gotta um you gotta hand it to her yeah this is pretty remarkable i mean i i was unfazed by it because that because it's just the way of life i just have like little like my antibodies in my blood if that's where antibodies go sure are shaped like middle fingers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you actually have very um, short fingers though i feel like that that I loses do. i do have they're very not very fingers. effective middle no, fingers you need like a big rocket ship i know like a- <laughs> i have short fingers it sucks uh yeah and then i was merging onto the veranzano bridge and there's this woman in the right lane who didn't technically have to get over but i was in the lane that only goes to the belt and then it gets like solid lines. So it's like you can't cross over the solid line. Yeah. So you have to get over. So like I had to get over and there was a space. So I just like went. I didn't even notice she had her turn signal on. She was like Damn. fingers blazing. And I was like, I don't really care. <laughs> like, Well, I, I wanted to ask you about Philly, um, especially the iconic Philly fanatic. Have you noticed the redesign? Have you seen anything about that? No. So, Please enlighten me. So apparently, I guess the artist or whoever created the design of the Philly Fanatic is... The Philly Frenetic. <laughs> the Philly Frenetic. Uh, 
the licensing is is like up for renegotiation i think Mm -hmm. and the phillies at spring training recently debuted their new like take on the philly fanatic in terms of tweaking small details to try to make them not have to pay for royalties like uh can i can i copy your homework yeah just make sure it's not obvious yeah so like he's not quite as fat as he used to be and he's got like blue (laughs) tail feathers (laughs) they put him on the keto diet looking at a picture the biggest thing is his his nose is is like horn thing is all fucked up it's like a cone it's a it's like a cylinder now okay so i have two it's very troubling those two thoughts are that first of all he has human hands connected to his bird hands (laughs) and he also has like uh like scales it's very uncomfortable (laughs) and then my second thought is have you seen the guy who has all the weird philly tattoos no okay so I don't know what his name is. He's a large man. And <laughs> a large man. He, a, a large man. <laughs> his name is Chet Largeman. <laughs> I don't big ma- big <laughs> make a large huge. Um, yeah. Uh, he and he has like a gaping belly button and he has Ugh. a Philly fanatic tattoo like around his belly button with his like belly button as the mouth. Ugh. But it's like, it's, it's not <laughs> no, canon it's so anymore. Un- unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Actually. I feel like that, that's most likely the least of his problems. Yeah. Um, I was going to pull it up, but my, <laughs> the last thing is <laughs> a uh, Best Buy in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. We, uh, you probably didn't even notice where we have the cut. <laughs> the, there's multiple cuts if you go back. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk about that, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> it's an Easter egg. We're on a new computer right now because, uh, <laughs> Erica dropped her old one and has been, uh, we were plagued with issues. Yeah. It was, uh, I've this been, podcast just can't go smoothly. No, I've been here four hours <laughs> trying to get this done. And then eventually we had to, uh, switch to Erica's work computer Yeah, uh, that required USB-C. So then we went out on a, a cross burrow journey to the best buy <laughs> to what we now know is the worst possible like nexus of humanity in brooklyn is I the atlantic was it atlantic mall atlantic center yeah it was basically i think it was just a bunch of blind like like actual blind people driving around but like they were driving their cars like bumper cars it really was. <laughs> like people just reversing in the middle of the street and someone doing, was like, like oh you, you gotta back up and there was a car behind me i couldn't yeah. back up so i just like swerved around i like whipped out and like got around it it was troublesome insane yeah it was it was, it was a little fucked up but it was very unnecessary so we're back we got the computer sorted hopefully hopefully (laughs) (laughs) so i wanted to bring something up actually that came up this week and it's kind of been this ongoing thing that i've dealt with and i'm really curious to hear your opinion and maybe the opinions of our listeners well you know i love sharing my opinion (laughs) it's true it's the whole premise of this podcast for both of us really so uh, I do doctor photography for a company during the week and it helps like fill my schedule. And it's something I've noticed over the years is people's truly like discomfort of someone with a camera that's not like a cell phone. So okay. I, I, I already have some thoughts on this, but should I continue, continue. or do you want yeah, to? Uh, okay. okay. So uh, basically what happened was uh, I photographed 
doctor's offices and you know uh, normally it's it's like the facility the doctor headshots things like that and one of the shots is um taking a photo of the outside of the <clears throat> practice yeah. so like whatever the prospective patient would see from the street so i'm taking a photo outside of this uh this practice and a woman who's sitting in the waiting area is like giving me the death stare like from inside mm-hmm. just like a, she was just a patient and she comes out of side and she goes, excuse me, but what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, like I'm taking a photo of, I'm of taking the- a picture with you in it so I can jerk no, she- off to it later. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks. I don't know. Like, no, like we'll get to that in a second, but it's like what you told me on the last episode. Perhaps I think too highly of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, uh, the woman, she's like grilling me and I'm like, I'm taking photos for the, company i work for blah 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 you know it's not a photo of you like it's fine and she's like asking me questions and it's something that i've I've had happen a couple times is people are so uh, suspicious of anyone with a camera Mm -hmm. it's it's very strange that people forget that cell phones exist and like everyone literally has a camera on them and like taking a picture at all everything as well as the world is completely connected via like CCTVs and surveillance equipment and yeah. things like that. But she came out and you're like truly like concerned about why I was taking a picture of a building. Yeah. And I know like I have a lot of photographer friends who've had like, the same thing. Like we've done corporate photography and stuff and people will be very concerned about what, what we're doing and why we're there that have no relation to the building or anything that we're photographing. Yeah. And I think... Go on. Continue. No, no, no. no, That that was pretty much this section, but... I honestly think that, like, people like to feel like they're doing something important. Like, Like they're stopping a pervert. See something, say something. Yeah. But at the same time, it does make me very uncomfortable because I've seen people take pictures of me. Yeah. Before, in public. There was that one time, I think I told you about this, when I first moved here, there was a guy who took a picture of me and i was like did you just take a picture of me and he was mm-hmm. like yeah and he like held his phone out and it was right before the subway doors closed so i just like swatted it out of his hand and it like flew onto the platform oh and then God. the doors closed and the train oh and, and i was like stuck on the train with this angry man but everyone saw it and yeah. they were like yo that's fucked up wow yeah that that's wild it's the reason i kind of bring it up because that happened to me recently and then i didn't get to bring it up on the pod but a couple weeks ago there was this incident with hillary duff that like got flooded all over my like assorted photography websites that kind of you exist in a different world than i do it's true uh it it kind of flooded a a bunch of perspectives on like the morality of taking pictures in public Mm -hmm. because let's one thing straight if you're in public you will be and can be photographed yeah you know it's there's no Uh, you know there's no guarantee of privacy in public you know and that's like it's true first amendment law whatever um there was a thing with hillary duff that popped up recently where a gentleman was like photographing at a public park where her i guess hillary's kids and a bunch of other kids were playing soccer Mm -hmm. and he was photographing Mm -hmm. with like a long lens kids playing sports and she immediately runs up to him with like uh with her cell phone on like Instagram live. Yeah. Uh and is like, "Excuse me, sir, what do you think you're doing?" And he's like, "I'm taking pictures." <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Do you have any children here?" And he's like, "No, it's it's a park." Well, you're making me and 
all the other mothers very uncomfortable with your presence. Yeah. Like, very condescending to him. And he was like, oh, I'm just, like, practicing my photography. Whether that was true or not or whatever yeah. is different. But, you know, he may have even been a paparazzi or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But, Finish, yeah, I'm getting a lot of opinions right now. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's very kind of a lot of people have different moral standpoints on it. Yeah. Um. So basically she grilled him and was like well i'm going to post your face to my 15 million followers yeah, like she i was said actually that, just about to go check on yeah, how no, many followers she, she has because i was kind of like okay in, on in one hand i feel like it like a consenting adult is one thing but like a child can't really consent so part of me is like i feel like you shouldn't take pictures of kids like but at the same time, I feel like she could have just not put this guy out in front of 15 well, million That was kind of thing. Like, you could tell like, she was definitely flexing yeah, her like influence trying, to try yeah. to, like, shame this Which person. I think is weird. I honestly think that, like, she... I, I feel like as a celebrity, they probably are way more sensitive to that. Because, yeah. like, that does, like, fuck with their lives. Like, they just want to go out and, like, do whatever. But at the same time, it's kind of like you're telling this guy that you don't want him to broadcast you while but, you're broadcasting But it's him. okay for you and to, yeah. chances are you have a far wider well, audience That's kind man. of the thing. There's nothing that but came... also, taking pictures of kids is never okay. You can practice on anything. Yeah. I mean, there was no indication or nothing came out that this guy was or was not a photographer. You know, there, or not a photographer, like a paparazzi. Like, there's also no evidence to say he wasn't just a guy in a park taking pictures like yeah, cameras are relatively inexpensive this guy could have just been like harvesting some jerk off material like it's i see people always go to that of, and it's, but there's a lot of pervs in the world why else like i feel like there's a lot less pervs than what the media makes it seem photographing kids playing soccer like what's sexual about soccer? Like he wasn't he wasn't like photographing with like from a a, a van outside of like a locker room, <laughs> like so or I like say a public this, pool or anything like that. I have a friend who actually had to deal with this. She was like a like a mommy blogger, mm -hmm. and people would like take her photos that she posted of her kids. Also, not sexual at all. Mm -hmm. And they would upload them to these really weird, like, role play accounts where they would pretend to be the kid and the mom. And then they'd, like, write smut to go with this, the pictures. That's insane. Yeah. So it's a thing that exists. And it's, like, well, prevalent enough that I know at least one person who has been affected. Yeah, like, it, But that's the other thing that's strange, too, is... Everyone's so secretive about their children here and there. And I know people do take different perspectives, especially influencers that are mm -hmm. like, I don't want my kids on my Instagram at all. Yeah. I want them to have a different life than I have, blah, blah, blah. And also, it's just not fair. Like, But then like there's also the people who are, it. they literally are like making money off being mommy bloggers. And yeah. posting that kind of stuff is their bread and butter, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. But also but, like get a different job because it's so, <laughs> fucked up. So, but this was part of the, the whole other thing was, uh, so even before this, probably about a year ago, there was a bigger thing that was even more of like a fucking train wreck. Yeah. Um, and I actually like knew people who knew this person. So it was in San Francisco or I think, or at least like outside of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And this person was a street photographer who does, you know, photography work in public on the streets of whatever is happening in the world. Yeah. And 
someone posted a video on like some like neighborhood parents Facebook page and they were taking video of some ride at like a like a county fair. Yeah. And a ride with children on it. Yeah, I mean, okay. it was like, I guess maybe their kid was one of the kids in like, it was like a jungle gym kind of like ride. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And he, so they're videoing that. And then in the bottom frame, there's like a little girl in a dress with a mother. And then this guy kind of walks through the frame and the girl at some point drops her ice cream and he takes a picture like real quick from the hip of like what a lot of street photographers do. Like very mm-hmm. quick, very, you know, you know, spur of the moment from the hip. With a wide lens. Mm -hmm. And apparently, so he took a picture of the girl dropping her ice cream. And then he's like, you know, in the frame for a second and he's gone. But Mm -hmm. you see his like flash pop. And this person posted the video to like this group saying like attention, like pervert alert. Like immediately labeling this this guy as like some kind of sex offender. Saying that he's photographing kids. And then it, it resulted in like 1,200 comments of everyone accusing this guy of being a pervert, of being a sex trafficker. They're like, this is how sex trafficking happens. They take pictures of their victims and then they find them later. That's weird. And I they... will say, as a mo- like, I'm not a mother, but if I was a mother and I am a goon, that if I was out with my children and I saw someone take a picture of them without like asking for permission without like having a reason and then to do it so like shadily like just to like raise a camera take a pic and then put it back and like mm-hmm. abscond with my child's image with its soul <laughs> I, I i would beat the shit out of them but that was because a- you don't know their intention and it's kind of like i don't want to but, but that, I, like i don't want to find out but that like, was kind of the whole thing was he was not you know, no, no one noticed when it even happened. Yeah. It was only the fact that someone was taking video of someone else. And that's what scares me more is like, how many times are you photographed? And like, but, you, you don't okay, so this, know. this is kind of, well, so to finish that story just real quick, the photographer himself, like turned himself into the police. Good. Just to say, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Like here are the photos. It was on like an old film camera. And, you know, he was just like, and the cops let him go because obviously he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong, but it's just still fucking weird. Like, it's not that difficult to but, be like, but, hey, I got a picture of your child. Is it okay? Like, But that's the thing. What would be the result of that? It's not... If you're a street photographer who are taking pictures of moments while they're happening, you can't be like, hey... I have a feeling that your child's going to drop their ice cream in the 30 seconds. Can I take their photo when they drop their ice cream and then like go back into their time machine? I'm going to, this is a hot take, but I'm going to say don't, just don't take the fucking photo because adults can consent to being in public and like they understand that like some of them don't, but they should understand that like when you're in the public, you're out, like people are going to see you. You might be like in a photo, but if you're a kid, you're not, you're kind of there against your will. Like you can't make that decision. And like now someone's taking a picture of you that could be like, so that like if this guy was a street style photographer, he's like, could be using this image of this child. to Everyone immediately. Well, See, it's tough because I do a lot of work like this. A lot of my work takes place in the streets. Granted, a lot of the work I do is not uh, at events where children are generally pleasantly present. You yeah. know, children are never pleasant. They're never pleasant either. But that's a different. <laughs> that's a different podcast. And this, okay, so this is actually coming from. I feel like uh, this is coming from someone who hates children. 
Me? No, me. Oh. Like, I hate children. <laughs> uh, but I also, I hate parents more. Well, so, so again, what happened was... Kids Im- didn't ask Im- to be immediately there. Immediately, this guy got, like, absolutely labeled a pedophile and a sex trafficker. And, like, literally, like, they found, they, like, doxed them. They posted all the stuff. The guy himself posted in the thread saying, like, hey, this is me. This is my intention. It was never about this. It was just a spur of the moment thing, uh, you know, and then people still ignored him and then kept speculating on his actual like, like he had a, he, he posted his website with, a, you know, hundreds of other photos that are examples of the work he does that are stuff happening in the street in San Francisco. He just walks around. He knocks ice cream cones out of his hands. <laughs> he's just a, a, he's the ice cream pervert. Imagine so, if he did. Imagine if he was like, yeah. It is I, the ice cream pervert. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I knock ice cream out of kids' hands. I take pictures of them crying, and then I jerk off to them. But the thing is with me that's so crazy, and, and it, this is something where it really becomes like a true discussion on what the difference of intention is. Yeah. So you, so you said someone, you noticed someone take your picture with their cell phone. Yeah. But how many other people at all times could be taking your picture with that cell phone? Without being blatant. Many. And so and and so this person at the county fair was taking pictures, you know, with an actual well, the person taking the video was taking a, a video on their phone. Along with I'm sure other people also on their phone. And how does someone taking a picture with a legitimate camera make it somehow more creepy? Than someone possibly taking a picture with their, you know, cell phone. Uh, because I feel like when it's taken with like a real camera, it. Arguably, I mean, for me in this personally, case, in this case, it was a it was an old film camera. For me which personally, probably I'd be like, had less resolution than uh, the cell phone. For me personally, I'd be like, oh, you're going to use this and you're going to make yourself like you're going to make money off of my image. I want a cut of that, you bastard. Also not how that works. But um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, but also like I was a model for a long time and I had representations. It's also still not how that works unless they're selling it for advertising. Yeah. Totally fair game. And I'm from advertising. So I. (laughs) So, you know, both sides of it. I assume everything. Yeah. But so that, that again, that was kind of the big thing that's and it's same with this guy photographing these you know children playing soccer is it any difference that he's shooting on a camera with a long lens as opposed to him standing on the sidelines with a cell phone i he, see a long lens and i'm like who are you who are you trying to hide from i mean that is the i mean he wasn't hiding from anybody he was standing on the sidelines of a yeah. soccer field and that's usually how you photograph sports because you can't run alongside the people on yeah. the field that is you know true. so that's that was kind of my big question is why does a camera draw more suspicion than a cell phone? What and why does that change the intention? And the other thing is people are always a same deal. A lot of people brought up like my child, you need consent from me to take a picture of my child, but also everything pretty much is under surveillance and being you're being photographed the second you walk out of your house and this is why i don't really want to talk about this because i don't (laughs) really care like obviously i'm just kind of like don't take pictures of kids i mean obviously there's there's a a free-for-all obviously there's a moral 
standpoint of the you know the morality of taking a photo of a child mm-hmm. um again not something i do mostly out of the fact that i'm not in many situations where children are even present yeah which is great for me yeah I wonderful because being around children is terrible yeah but uh but yeah the yeah the thing is with me is like why does putting a camera in the situation that's not a cell phone any different when in some cases cell phones have better quality than cameras and we're so desensitized to them. Yeah. You know? And you know why why was this person who was taking video of other people's children that just happened to get to this guy taking a photo walking by <clears throat> any different in terms of his intention, you know? Yeah. And also the other thing is why does everyone assume they people want to jerk off to their kids? Cuz there are a lot of people who do that and it's kind of like I don't know. I want to say when you're a parent. But why is that the immediate thing? Because it's like, it's, I guess it's like, I'm not a parent, but it's kind of like, you just assume they're going to do that unless you (laughs) prove otherwise. Because there are a lot of fucked up people in the world. And it's also just like, you don't need a photo of my kid. Like you really don't. I don't know. It, it, I was curious where this was going to go because it's it's, definitely it's not going to go anywhere because I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just saw that happen. It was like it was that same argument happening over again from a year ago with that whole county fair thing. And I was yeah. like, again, it comes down to like. And you know what? It's, it's going to happen again in six months. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, that's the, the question is like mm, everyone's so desensitized to cell phones that they assume that like. Oh, like I want some real high quality jerk off material of my yeah. kid with a with a real camera. It's so silly, and it's yeah, just it's weird. But again, people, you know, uh, why does this person on the street give a shit about why I'm taking a photo of this building that they have no connection to? Mm-hmm. Like people are just nosy as shit, yeah. and to everyone thinks they're going to be their ne- the next like uh, terrorism hero. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone, everyone lo- <laughs> wa- loves seeing something, and they all want to say something. Yep. I mean, that's what they're told. Do, see something, say something. Yeah, it's it's wild. A lot of these Karens out here. These Karens. <laughs> well, they that's like I was on the train last week. Yeah. And I was eating a Haribo berry because okay. I'm an adult who can purchase, <laughs> who make my own purchase decisions. Uh, and I started choking on it, which is like not cool. Uh, it like kind of like one of the little jimmies went down like the wrong pipe i guess Wait, and i was like choking jimmies on there were like sprinkles on a haribo berry yeah you've never seen them it's i thought like, you're talking about the gummy cherries yeah no they're like they're like little they look like raspberries almost oh, it's like a dot like a I, dot candy it's got, like a jelly with like sprinkle like yeah circular they're spherical so sprinkles okay. and they're yeah they're like non-parel kind of sprinkles yeah okay uh, i'm back on board whatever yeah go on so i was eating one and I started coughing and I like couldn't stop coughing because I was choking. And this guy was like, uh, if you're going to keep coughing like that, you need to get off the train. <laughs> As if like I wanted to be like, OK, well, if if I'm choking because I have like the coronavirus, <laughs> as the boomers would call it. Yeah. Uh, then like you all already have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's already too late for off. you. Yeah, like everyone in New York probably has it already. The uh, well, coming home from uh, the spring break art show thing, there uh, a guy across from me on the train had a full like clear garbage bag full of 
probably like 50 Tyvek biohazard suits, <laughs> <laughs> like the disposable ones. You know, he's going to hustle those. Oh, uh, absolutely. I was on uh, the Fitly L today and there was a dude hustling like clearly like freshly shoplifted Oral-B electric <laughs> toothbrushes. Nice. I was like... You got to respect the hustle. Like, I've seen people do, like, I've seen a lot of clearly stolen goods on the L, but uh, that was by far the most ridiculous <laughs> one. Yeah, no, you love to see it. And it was ironic because the dude had no teeth. <laughs> well, I buried the lead on that one a little bit. So, uh, I was going to say, do you want to start questions? We're at like 47 minutes. Yeah. I, I feel like this one isn't going to be too long of a one this because it's, be, yeah. it, this has been a long time coming and my energy level is Oh my God. Nil. There was literally a shooting. What? Ju- where we just were Wait. on Atlantic Ave. <laughs> really? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. We're on borrowed yeah. time over it here then. 20 minutes ago. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, people were driving like assholes over there. Someone finally took a stand. Yeah, good. I salute you, sir. (laughs) All right. Well, I got a couple questions here. Um, All right. Let's. This one is for you, uh, since I don't work in an office. But uh, any new office food updates? Oh yeah. Okay. So we moved to a new office. Yeah. I'll say your your snack. Uh, your snack. My office snack. So area has been. uh, Yeah. You have to come to my office at some point. I I gotta Um, come over there. So we, well, we don't have arugula in the fridge anymore, which makes me very upset. <laughs> Such a I have weird to provide to my own arugula because I would make like an Erica salad every single B-Y-O-A. day with like <laughs> bring your own arugula. Yeah, because I have like cans of tuna in my desk, and I have sun dried tomatoes, and I have sesame not sesame seeds, sunflower seeds. Your neighborhood is <laughs> insane right now. All right. <laughs> Sesame seeds. <laughs> These are very hot mics. I feel like they're picking all of I just thought that, that someone screamed fuck <laughs> out in the in the middle distance out there. All right. Um, so you'd make your sandwiches. They're probably coming out of Applebee's. They're like, fuck, I have diarrhea. I'm not going to make it to a bathroom in time. Well, for that, I feel um, for them. Yeah. We've all been there at that specific Applebee's. <laughs> um, yeah. So what was I saying? Oh, so no more arugula. It's mm-hmm. kind of fucked up. No more Baby Bell, which is also fucked up. We have, like, shitty string cheese. I like string cheese. I'm back on the string cheese kick. Yeah, but Baby Bell is so I good. I like Baby Bell. The Gouda what, one? What even kind of cheese is Baby Bell? It, I don't know. Well, the one that I like is the Baby Bell, the Gouda one. <laughs> People are still screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, the Gouda one? The, yeah, are you trying to say Gouda. the good one? No, it's Gouda. Like, Gouda, like the... I guess it's, like, Dutch. I don't know what Gouda is. But, um... One really like so they we got these fancy candy dispensers and one of the things in there what the fuck is happening right your, now? Everything is your whole neighborhood is <laughs> I feel going like everyone right in Bedstuy is like going to a brawl right now and we just <laughs> didn't find out about it. Oh my god. Alright. Let's get let's um, get through this, please. <laughs> Should we like take this to like an interior room yeah. so we won't get we need to sit in your bathtub and <laughs> find somewhere quiet. <clears throat> yeah, but uh M Ms. Everyone's been eating M Ms. Okay. And they're like it's in this like little like you spin the thing and the M Ms come out. But the people in my office are goddamn children who've never <laughs> had to take care of themselves. So they spill M Ms everywhere and then they don't pick them up and I hate it. 
Uh, and then there's also like mixed nuts. So sometimes I'll like mix the nuts and the M and M's. And this is like a trail mix. Yeah, this is not good podcast content. Yeah, basically the snacks are all different, and it's throwing me off. I don't like it. I've been like, is your popcorn still there? Yeah, but it's our office isn't divided into two levels anymore, like up to two floors. It's oh, basically like gotcha. one big space, and everyone's always in the kitchen area because <sighs> the kitchen is the heart of the office. So <laughs> of I'm course. just like, I'm not fucking with like all of this. Like, plus they they switched popcorn brands, and now there's like too much butter. Never false. It gets all over your hands. I have to like one time I used chopsticks to eat it, and then all my coworkers are like, "What are you doing? It's not worth it." <laughs> it became the so talk of the office moral again. Moral of the story is they changed all the snacks. It's really thrown me off. <laughs> you got real heated about this. I know. You, you're more, uh, <laughs> you're more like flustered about this than people labeling people's pedophiles <laughs> children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Did you get any questions this week? I did. Did you get any more? I got two more. Because I have another one that's definitely for me. Okay, keep going. Uh, want real followers and likes? Press link in my bio. Oh, hell Fuck yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> was um, that the one? Okay, so I have to go through like all of my like 17,000 Instagram stories from last night to find this. <laughs> um, Should I go for the next question then? Yeah. All right. Um, well, this one's for me, so... Gilmore Girls question. You have yet to get back on that train or get on that train in general. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, Dean, Jess, or Logan, uh, which are the three main boyfriends of Rory in the series. <laughs> Rewatching it, I'm having mixed uh, opinions. I think they're all kind of bad. Yeah. Um, Dean is her first boyfriend, and he kind of is like a towny yokel. Yeah. He kind of turns into like the the good the good old boy. Uh, Jess is like the Bukowski reading leather jacket wearing piece of shit mm. who is kind of like rebellious, but for no reason. Uh, and a lot of people love him and he's kind of a bit, he's like a psychopath in the show. Mm. And, uh, yeah. And then Logan is her rich boyfriend that she gets while she's in Yale. And yeah. he, he was the one I always rooted for cause I thought he was always really good to her, but I'm curious to see on this new rewatch. How I feel. I'm trying to open this BuzzFeed quiz that says we know if Jess, Dean, or Logan is your soulmate based on your oh my God. dot dot dot, but it, uh, it it's not working. It's not opening. Uh, it's actually like giving me the option to create my own post on BuzzFeed. <laughs> Did I find a glitch in the BuzzFeed yeah. matrix? I think can you I, found can yourself I bring new... them down? Can I just post some like problematic bullshit? I think you can. You might find yourself in your new job there. Be like Elizabeth Warren was robbed. <laughs> Boy. Um, do you have any other questions? Yeah. Uh, what do you love slash miss about Philly the most? Mm. I always get very sad on Sundays when I come back into New York uh, because Philly is just such a unique place. Um, I need to actually look up who does this song because I don't know who it is. I know every word. Um, it's the one I'm not gonna sing it right now. <laughs> uh, but um, th- I was walking back from park last night and there were people just like drunkenly singing this song on the side of the road or the side of the street by mm-hmm. Rainhouse Square, and like some other drunk person was like shut the fuck up and then this completely different crew of people uh (laughs) start singing it as well what is this picture that you just sent me 
<laughs> it's my favorite picture of the moment. Uh, Sorry, did I derail your uh, story? Yeah. Oh, it's it. The song is "Just a Friend" by Bismarcky. How did you not know that? Because I've heard that song all the time, and it's just like I've never gone out of my way to listen to that song. Really? Yeah. You're like a devout uh, Always Sunny fan, and they they sing that in the, yeah. the Crack episode. Yeah. And I also have just like heard it on the radio, and yeah, is it like a Philly thing? I don't know. But um, yeah. So like, I was like, this is such a magical place. Like everyone, like Philly is just like it vibrates on its own frequency. Like yesterday when the Sabers scored one goal, the people in front of me that I was flipping off, they like got up and like stood up and cheered, and the person sitting in front of them was like, "Sit down." And I was like, "You don't get that anywhere else." There was a child yelling at the referee for making a shit call. I was just like, this is, it's magical. It's yeah. truly magical. I guess People the... at Madison Square Garden, like, golf clap. <laughs> so I guess, like, I miss that, like, that certain Philadelphia je ne sais quoi. That's, <laughs> that's what that's it is. That's one way to put it. Also, I miss how affordable <laughs> it is. But I also, like, I guess I'm... I guess, like, my salary, what I made in Philly is, like, pretty much equivalent of what I make here, just with the... In terms of, like, cost of living. cost of living, yeah, so... Um, all right, I got it just one... just looks more impressive now. I got one more question. Uh, going on a road trip, what snacks do I bring? That's probably one of the Ooh. best questions we've ever gotten. <laughs> we're going to use, like, a full half hour talking about this, because we're both hungry. <laughs> True. You know, I just ate a peanut butter and butter sandwich. I'm starving, because I've been eating... Uh, whatever my you rice no, cakes you have no food in this house it's insane um i have food but it's all like stuff i have to prepare because i don't snack <laughs> i have vegetables that i snack on but if i have snacks i eat them instantly so i don't i just meal prep and i eat my meals and then if i'm hungry i drink tea <laughs> we live different lives yeah uh <laughs> so okay. corn nuts God, you and those corn nuts yeah um well yeah if you want to start uh corn nuts the grapes is actually like a kind of funny one because we used to do road trips all the time when i was a kid my dad loves road trips he's very efficient at them he's Mm -hmm. created a monster of all of us um like and a really good example of this is uh in order to like maximize efficiency and like minimize stops obviously my mom and dad would be like, we're not doing any unpreplanned. We're not doing any like ad hoc bathroom trips, basically. Oh, it sounds terrible. So uh, we'd be like, my mom, it, it, it's like before you get surgery, it'd be like five o'clock PM the night before. And my mother would be like, all right, last call for drinks. What? Yeah. And then we would. I feel like people are so sensitive these days. They're going to be like, that's child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom's a pervert. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, so we would go. We'd be in the back. And if we were like, mom, we're thirsty. She'd, like, just throw us this, like, little sandwich bag with, like, five grapes in it and be like, suck on these. Oh, my God. (laughs) This this doesn't sound like fun. These road trips are like you're, like, on the way to the gulag or something. Well, once you get there, you have fun. But the trip's not supposed to be fun. I love the the trip is, like, part of the fun. I don't know. Well, we would have our own fun, but it would just contain to inside the vehicle and not outside. (laughs) 
I will say thank you, mom and dad, for like not stopping every time we like wanted to go to south of the border. <laughs> you gotta go because I feel once. like we probably would have been trafficked because we were dumb kids. <laughs> I was like homeschooled, so I like yeah, wasn't people, properly socialized. Were just taking your photo left and right. Someone would probably just be like, <laughs> "Oh, come pet my puppy. I'll take a picture of you," and I'd be like, "Awesome!" And then they like next thing you know, I'm in like. I'm a drug mule. You're north of the border at that point. I'm north of the border, eh? <laughs> the, uh, I'm in Saskatoon. <laughs> the, yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm so, not done. Oh, okay. Go on. Corn nuts. <laughs> Grapes. <laughs> corn nuts. <laughs> uh, actually, the original corn nuts. These are like trauma food for you, though. Yeah. Corn nuts and grapes. And uh i really like like mango slices like dried mango slices is i think is like a good Mm -hmm. uh snack um what else anything that'll like give you energy like a like a like a lara bar maybe cashews i feel like yours is gonna be so different than mine oh yeah i'm only thinking like this is this is gonna be night and day you're kind of like wincing with everything i I I really am i'm still recovering from corn nuts and yeah oh and i like those little like uh because i don't want to drink coffee because coffee makes me pee like nonstop. so Mm -hmm. i do those little like cliff bar but it's not a cliff bar it's like the energy cubes Mm -hmm. that like marathoners take Yeah, so I feel like I feel like I, our my my choices are very disciplined. Our road very trips have been strategic, very very different. Uh, oh, if if we took a road trip together, I would probably leave you along the side of the road at some point. Why? I'm a great you, road tripper. Because you'd be like, oh, let's stop. I mean, here. I would be let's judging you the whole time. That's the whole point well, of I a get, road trip is mm, to see the places. There's some road trips that are like that. Because because if you, you don't want to see what's in between. Get on a fucking airplane. Like, yeah. part of the reason is to be able to, like, you're, you're taking the slow way to for a reason, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's not even, like, it's cheaper than taking an airplane, you know? It's not. But so, I guess, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, all right. So, we did a lot of road trips as a family, too. Uh, we weren't, <laughs> it wasn't as, like, cultish as your family's. <laughs> <laughs> suck on these our our parents uh you know my parents were very happy to stop when we had to use the bathroom and and you know other humane things yeah but uh i feel like at the time younger my two main associated road trip foods were pretzels and sprite okay pretzels are i could get down with pretzels okay and then what kind of pretzels usually the pretzel sticks uh you know what i liked to do when i was a kid just like we also did like we like the honey the honey twists oh those dry out your mouth that's why you got the sprite but then you got a bathroom trip in (laughs) 20 minutes and it's fine because my parents understood that human bodies have functions (laughs) (laughs) yeah and nature calls occasionally so i guess i have another addition that i'd like to add but this is only if i'm not the one driving okay the honey pretzel nibs like the honey mustard pretzel nibs oh yeah because if you're driving that gets all over your fingers and it gets on the wheel it's It's true yeah but if you're a passenger yes they're very good road trip snack the problem is the bags aren't big enough you can bag a like bag of honey twists and they're huge uh you get the family size you know yeah but these ones they're like broken up they like take up less space yeah so there's a lot of them also like how much do you need what are you talking about you need it all 
You're on vacation. I <laughs> I mean, you heard I, I had two crab fries last night. That's insane. I'm very disciplined. Yeah, you're not living I'm disciplined best life. You're not having for, a nice life. I'm disciplined except for when it comes to my celibacy uh, pledge, true. which there was another question that came through uh, we'll, that was, how was the celibacy pledge going? Well, uh, I guess we'll get to that after. But uh, yeah, then... When I was touring with bands, I feel like I lived exclusively off combos, Red Bull, and Gatorade. And that's like what I ate and mostly. And then you pissed in the Gatorade bottles. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was when I was like touring with bands. That was like my go-to. Um, and then recently when I did that road trip to Oregon uh, a few years back, I bought a bunch of those Trader Joe's Pop-Tarts. Oh, I don't like Pop Tarts. I love Pop Tarts, but uh, we don't like we them. ate a lot of Trader Joe's snacks, mostly Pop Tarts. We did throw in some of the chili lime. What kind, what flavor Pop Tarts? Cashews. I oh. like cinnamon Pop Tarts. I do too. These were the Trader Joe's ones. We just like went to Trader Joe's before we left mm-hmm. and ended up with a bunch of that shit. So it was like the tri- pomegranate and cherry. They're like actual like natural flavor Pop Tarts. Oh yeah, I don't like the fruity ones. They're like they make me feel sick. I don't know. I think you I don't have know a why. Weak constitution. I think I just have like there's. I feel like it's got to be psychological. Your there's body like, just requires natural foods, and mine just runs purely on trash, <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> I think it just. I think that refuse. Yeah. Uh, that's. I think that's what it is. But you're a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, I just dig through trash, and I'm good to go. I, we are not the same. We also would just kind of take things from, uh, like whatever hotel we stayed at it's like continental breakfast so we mm. we did do a lot of uh truck stop hot water mixed with like stolen hotel oatmeal nice which was a classic that was the other thing on <clears> tour <throat> oh my god we there was one time we were touring and it was like it was the end of december early january so like true trash weather in the northeast um and we were all like sick the whole time so we were just chugging huge cups from like road from like truck stops of hot water and the throat coat tea the traditional medicines tea oh that stuff tastes so bad no that's my favorite tea it's like literally my favorite tea it's like very uh kind of lemony lemon echinacea with like that fennel licorice taste no we're thinking of something different yeah because there was one that i used to do when i was like singing and it tasted like straight up garbage i don't know this stuff i love it because i love i love all of those things but yeah we were we were doing that but then we found out that like it's a huge like crazy diuretic and just like made us pee constantly and there were times like when you pee, you had to like you had like five minutes to find some place to do it. It was so bad, but yeah. So uh, throat coat tea, Gatorade, combos, <laughs> and Red Bull. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. What flavor combos? I was really that was the era when the Buffalo Blue Cheese ones came out and the Jalapeno Cheddar. So it was one of those ones where you found a place that had it. Like you gotta get it because they were pretty rare over on this on these parts of town, but they had them out in Indiana where they like try out new food flavors. <laughs> <laughs> it flies in Peoria. Yep. Yep. So that was funny. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, oh, we also we stopped at every sheets that we could find. Mm. So yeah, a lot of junk food. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing good for you. But again, it's like you're on vacation. <clears throat> you treat yourself. Yeah. I mean, you do what you gotta do. All right. So what's this last question you got? It was literally just to how's the celibacy pledge going and I, <laughs> not good. 
I found the loophole though. Oh. Like if it's not a new person, I was like, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I didn't make the pledge. <laughs> you, you're the one who made the pledge. You're the one breaking your own rules, so you can just make up a new. If it's a different person, if it's a different person, then yes, it counts. If it's the same person, then it it doesn't count. But I was thinking, like while I was uh making the trek up there, mm-hmm. that I. I don't understand it. I work in tech. I spend my mornings deciding which $400 pair of shoes to wear mm-hmm. out of my multiple expensive pairs of shoes. I pay a lot of money to like go to this like specialized gym to like keep myself in shape. And like despite all of these preventative measures, I still get tangled up in subculture. <laughs> I told you it's never going to leave you. I want to leave it so bad. No, it's, it's to the point where like a like a successful, normal, well-intentioned male will approach me, and I'll have like a visceral reaction, like he has some <laughs> ulterior motive. He's gonna take your picture and then jerk off to it later. Yeah, well, it, part of it's like because the dudes like that don't fuck. The so okay, well, so my main question is: so subculture is mostly tangled around music taste okay and i know you much like myself are very snobby about our musical tastes yeah could you date someone who had very normy musical tastes i feel like we've touched on this on the pot a bit when we uh, tried to we tried to figure your shit out last time um because like i said i dated a girl once and our like our only musical taste in common was like manchester orchestra Oh, yeah. And then we always um, had that one record, and then that was kind of where it began and end, and, you know, ultimately it didn't work out. But it's weird, because I like all that weird shit, but I also, like, I like the national to the point where I have it tattooed on me. Yeah, that's And it's probably, just like, it doesn't get much more normy than that. No, no, the national still falls into, like, <clears throat> you know, that's still subculture. I think indie rock might be the worst subculture of all. Yeah, I, I, but it's yeah, but there's like a lot of because indie rock are like a bunch of people who like they're they're kind of normies, but they want to be subculture so bad, and it's just like even worse. And maybe I'm on the other s- side. Maybe I'm more subculture than I care to admit, but I want to be a normie so bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've ridden those paths before, but again, it it it, it goes below the skin you know yeah i don't like it i think it just comes down to perspective too i you know the thing like the thing that like really just upset me was i'm gonna try to say this without giving away too many details but basically uh this dude that i this dude that was in a band with someone i dated was like talking on his podcast <laughs> About a, about this festival that my other ex is, like, important in the planning of. And then he, like, talked about it from the band's Twitter. And then, like, I knew them both through, like, my other ex. And it's just, like, there's this very thin thread that connects every person I've ever slept with, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to escape it. But also, I have very... Not that I have very little desire, but I will go as far as to say my reproductive organs have very little desire 
I feel like you just need to stop. <laughs> to do I think you anything need to ex- outside I, of that group. I think you need to expand your social circle is a problem because you meet all the same people from like a very small pool. It's not so much even that it's subculture. It's just you're like you're it's even a, it's a subculture you're in a of subculture. Sub, yeah, you're like <laughs> selecting from a very like subsection of the subculture. But then I meet other people, and I'm just and like, it's it's all yeah. focused mainly around a very specific band you enjoy. <laughs> I don't even enjoy them anymore. Well, because you've dated you you you've done too much with too many people from that same band. No, You're just lucky that that band has like twelve members. That's not it. That's not it. I mean, it's it's somewhat it because that um, that that little section it expands just, out into many branches, but those branches are still very close but together. But that's the thing. I don't go out and find them. They find me. So yeah, should I just like <laughs> immediately like fatwa? But that's them? the thing. It's like, yeah, they find you and you're like, okay, <laughs> game time. <laughs> I think it's because like I was bullied like mercilessly when I was a kid and I never had any boys that liked me. So, 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 so now a, whenever anyone shows any interest in me, I'm like. It's a, so it's a, it's a uh, confidence thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's something even deeper. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, yeah. good thing you got therapy. Yeah. There's always therapy. <laughs> There's always therapy. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, we see what it's oh like God. now when I go out at night. I have uh, women named Brandy offering me blowjobs. <laughs> That's a humble brag in yeah, itself. You know, I was totally okay turning her down. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like every Brandy, she's got to use her teeth and like not in a good way. Oh, God. Why? Because <sighs> it's a Brandy move. It's a t- t- typical Brandy. Typical Brandy. She's <laughs> we- like, let me sharpen my incisors on your flesh. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta <laughs> cut this one. This one's too off the rails for too long, and to think oh, we put so much effort God. into it too. We did not what? put a lot of it. Well, we did. What kind is of. your other people's content? For We're this really week? shutting it down right there. I feel I like mean, I'm just coming out of my shell now. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Want to, if you want to keep it rolling, I'll. I, I got like 20 more minutes in it. We, I, I'm just. I I don't know. You it's offered like to make me the, dinner, and now that's like all I'm thinking about because I'm yeah, fucking it's starving. Yeah, I did get fresh pasta. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of. You didn't ask me about my nail. <laughs> well, I didn't want you to sleep with me. So, <laughs> oh, you didn't? No, I don't fuck podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, so I never get my nails done. <laughs> and actually, yeah, the person who I totally noticed it, and it was. It was sick. I was like, that's how low my standard is for women that this man was like, was like, let me see your nails. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so nice to be cared about. (laughs) Meanwhile, like I got like my ex, my early 20s, like forgetting to pick me up from the airport when I moved back from China. (laughs) I have like my other ex who just like, (laughs) I don't even know where to begin. We got like the most recent one who just would only acknowledge my existence like twice a day, maybe. I think we're starting oh. to notice a pattern here. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be like, oh, it's like, it's like time for your nine o'clock a.m. validation. See you again in six hours. <laughs> just checking in. <laughs> just checking in. Just, just, just closing the loop here. Um, yeah, no, but I got my nails done, and I was like, it's really nice to do something for myself. But then I was also like. Oh, man, I do women do this? I guess not just women, but like anyone who gets their nails done and touches dicks. 
do they like try to figure out like like what's the best way to do this so that like my man notices I like did my nails and like <laughs> I'm not sure anyone's ever thought about this. I think about this. <laughs> I'm like what do, do I do it like this? Like do I do it like this? I did figure out the best way to do it, which is like I guess it doesn't make sense because I'm like you have two hands. You yeah, can, but you can just throw this one in their face while working the other one. Just be like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're not going to be lo- like when your hands on their dick and your mouth's on their dick. You are straight faced as I'm saying this, <laughs> I'm and I'm trying to shocked. picture the scenario in my head. Just, uh, you pervert! <laughs> what are you going to do? Take out your camera? <laughs> yeah, wow! <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, no, it's just like. Uh, I don't know. This yeah, is... I feel like it's not something that people have thought about. I mean, if if you have, please slide into our DMs and tell us your yeah. your desperately seeking attention story about your nails. Oh, desperately seeking attention. <laughs> I've never heard anything more. <laughs> then it's nice to be noticed. I agree. It's expensive to get gel gel nails done in Manhattan in NoHo by my office. The, the girls who I work with were like, yeah, we're leaving early. We're going to get our nails done. And I was like, oh, my God, you invited me. And I don't give a shit about my nails. But I was like, oh, I got invited to something. So I was like really excited. And <laughs> so I you went. dropped $80. It was not 80 It was like more than I would spend on it. But it was not 80 bucks. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. I just would you would would you notice if someone like got their nails done? And then they were like, I mean, I guess. Yeah. People who can't see this, I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I'm doing different, like... Yeah, you're, you're juggling, like, 16 dicks right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I cared about someone, I usually notice uh, if I see them often enough that they changed a part of themselves. I usually make a note of it. Yeah, and Usually long before they're jerking me off. Yeah, and it was just, <laughs> like... It's not usually the time I bring up these things. It was just, like, huh, this, like, casual thing I got going on is more... That's how low my standards are. I'm not were. like getting head and big, oh, you got your roots done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's nice for someone who's not even emotionally invested in you to care about you. So. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. It's just. Uh, what? <laughs> we're shutting this down. <laughs> What's your other people's content? <laughs> You mean you don't want to talk about blowjob fingers some more? I think we've dedicated enough time to it. Okay, so my last week, was last week the one where I had the French film? Yes, I think. Okay, well, after a weekend in Goondown, I'm going real lowbrow here. Um, I'm checking and seeing which season it's from. So if you want to start with yours so there's not just a bunch of dead air. (laughs) I uh, Yeah, mine's actually kind of a change up this week of my normal... uh, kind of subculture stuff <laughs> yeah uh, i've actually been listening to the older apex twin catalog <gasps> oh my god i have two have you yes i i recently revisited uh the drugs album and that's the one i've been listening yeah, to. yeah and uh, well fun fact that what actually kind of got me on the kick was i recently watched the movie come to daddy the new like elijah wood semi kind of horror movie <clears throat> not that great but at the end, he's like walking and they play Avril 14th, which is like Avril, Avril, uh, one of the, you know, it's a beautiful song. And then Kanye, I'm obs- like I, I, I want re- that played at my funeral. Kanye totally stole it 
yeah for blame game and like re-recorded it and shit but uh i mean that happens in hip-hop it's sampling but no he did he like asked them for a sample and then he offered him to like re-record it in the time signature he needed it in and he said oh no we're not asking we're just like letting you know and then they re-recorded it it's and it's fucked up but uh yeah i've been revisiting that and uh particularly his works of you know um electronically controlled acoustic instruments i think is really cool and really interesting so that's kind of what I've been doing lately. It's very, very chill. Um, good, like, like today was super nice. It's like a good walking through the city kind of background music. Nice. So, yeah, that's uh, that's mine. A little different this time. Mm. What about you? Did you find it? Yep. Uh, season three, episode four of Letterkenny, which you can watch on Hulu. It is aggressively Canadian. Did you fall in love with any of the characters yet? Um... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that says it all. Uh, yeah. So, um, um, I mean, um, Jared Kiso, if you're listening to this, feel free to slide into the DM. You know he is. <laughs> we have one listener, and well, now we have two listeners. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Friend of the pod. <laughs> All right. Let's do some uh, plugs. No, season three, episode four. It's called Lazy Hicks. What they is go that? to Les, Les Hicks. <laughs> Les Hicks. Uh, they go to Quebec and they just just watch it. It's really fucking funny. It makes me laugh, especially because, like, just watch it. <laughs> I won't, but someone else might. <laughs> uh, so where can they find you, Erica? It's plug time. Uh, you can find me. I'm posting on Instagram again regularly. Uh, if you get drunk enough, you might be able to catch her <laughs> stories that she forgets to put on the close friends list, <laughs> and you'll catch a true glimpse into. Oh Actually, I do want to. <laughs> this is something I forgot to mention. That's actually really funny. Oh, so now you now you want to talk? Now you don't want to just shut it down? No, I'll save it till next week. It's fine. No, do it. No, I'll it's save fine. it till next week. I don't feel like cooking, so just go go off. <laughs> So the, Heard him. speaking of uh, your behavior. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I, I, I was shutting I, it down. I'm okay, right. no, well, I'm just kidding. No, tell me so about my behavior. A friend came up to me. He he had been catching up on the podcast, and he uh, he goes, "Yeah, so like I know Erica's just like playing a character on the podcast, <laughs> but like I really think she's like kind of going a little crazy." And I'm like, "Oh no, he's she's not playing a character." This is, and he's just like, oh, (laughs) and he was truly, truly taken aback. What episode? I mean, this was only like a week or two ago, so (laughs) pretty recent. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, just saying. Who is this? Don't worry about it. You're going to tell me off the air, right? He's He's a listener. He's a listener. <laughs> He's an avid uh, listener. But yeah, um, uh, <laughs> we have people uh, concerned for your well-being out I'm there. I'm fine. I'm living my best life. <laughs> I'm paying all of my bills. And maybe that life is just a bit too good. I, yeah, I, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Like, I mean, if you, if you went through everything I've been through in my life, you'd I just be thought a it was, little unstable I just as well. thought it was so funny. Yeah, she's, she's playing a character, right? Like, I, I'm like, oh no. Why weren't you just like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. She's, <laughs> what if you're like, yeah, she's like a, she's like a, like a, 
She's been taking UCB classes. She's, a, she's in real life. She's like a black woman. She's a mother. She's she's like six six and successful. No, this is the person you've met before, but yeah. Oh, I have. Yeah. Then you should know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, where can people find you? Oh, I think I know who this is, and he has no brain. <laughs> I don't think you do, but go on. Um, uh, follow me on Instagram. E.M. Rikini, or I-C-C-H-I-N-O, uh, and Twitter. Um, And I'm still, my blog is not up yet. I'm still taking a little bit of break from my blog. Uh, so those are the two main spots where you can find me. Uh, you can follow me at Dan Bassini uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can purchase my books or check out my website at danbassini.com. Uh, we raised $55 for Bernie's campaign, and uh, we'll see. I might bring back the donations. Uh, until then, Volume 7 of No Invites currently in the works. Hopefully out soon, and uh, follow us both at A Nice Life Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's all she wrote. And uh, yeah, also like rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I think we got some new ones, which is awesome. And, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Have a nice life. Bye.